Chill out, Cranky. I'm listening to Virtual Theater's new Patreon series, Banana Slamma, which follows my adventures in the animated Donkey Kong Country cartoon show. They're reviewing each episode. It's bodacious! Virtual what now? What's a Patreon? Dude, Virtual Theater is a podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them. And with Patreon, you get tons of extra content and bonus shows for only one dollar whoa not only do they show up on patreon but they also have shows on every episode of both captain n and the zelda cartoon captain n the zelda cartoon i heard those shows were as awful as your cartoon honestly these whippersnappers today don't know how to make a good show anymore back in my day we had real heroes that didn't need a Patreon to sell tickets and- Gotta go, Cranky. Candy's coming over to watch Banana Slamma from Virtual Theater. Catch you on the flip side. Subscribe now to Virtual Theater's Patreon for only $1 to get Banana Slamma, Zelda, Captain N, bonus shows, early access episodes, and so much more. Virtual Theater, the podcast about video game movies and the stories that shape them, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. Happy Halloween <laughs> from the Zelda cast to you and yours. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Allison Aletha. What's going on, Al? I don't know if it's just because I'm an old woman now, but I don't care about Halloween that much anymore. Is that sad? Yeah, you know, it, you know, <laughs> it kind of is sad. But, like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to say, like, I'm, like, the biggest, like, Halloween guy because I'm not. I haven't dressed up in years. We don't we don't really do anything. But, like, I love seeing kids trick-or-treat. That's, like, that's always cute, right? Just, like, the yeah. costumes and stuff. My, I, I yeah. saw my nephew yesterday, and he's still, like, he's been sleeping in his Halloween costume for, like, the last, like, Aww. week. He's a little fireman. Cute. That's um, adorable. Yeah. it's So, like, I, I like that part of it. And, uh, and, obviously, I like the candy part of it, too. Because... Because Halloween is the one time where there's, like, big boxes of chocolates that clearly state nut-free. You know? Oh. And, and even some of those, out, some of those are the Hershey's ones where you get, uh, where you get, like, the white chocolate Hershey's. Like, the cookies and mm-hmm. cream. And usually those may contain nuts. So, I, I kind of, I, I stay away from them. But these ones, these ones are nut-free. So, I'm just, like, I buy them and it's, like, gobble, gobble, gobble. Wow, they make them special for Halloween? That's crazy. Yes. yes. I didn't know that. It's awesome. Um, I kind of wish, like, I don't dress up anymore either. I might for work, not nothing crazy. I just do my ma- makeup kind of fun or whatever, put on little elf ears. Right. Um, but I kind of wish I lived in a neighborhood where kids did trick or treat because I, I think I would love that. I think I would actually love to, like, 
yeah kind of and see all the kids but nobody comes back into my neighborhood so well you know what like sam and i were talking and so we live in a very young community so we thought we're gonna have like a ton of kids right like mm-hmm. coming to trick-or-treat but what our what our community does is there's like we're in like the middle class area of our community and there's like the rich person like area in auburn bay and so oh, the rich people have there. like a big block party where there's like all these like decorations and stuff and whatever so like all of the kids basically like conglomerate there and, and like, you know, do their trick or treating there, which like yeah. kind of sucks. But like, I also, you know, we were talking and I, and I just think like trick or treating, it's just not the same as it was when you and I mm. were kids, you know, mm. like nope. it's, it's changed and I don't think it's ever going to go back. It's because of like, you know, things like, I mean, like stranger danger is, is big, yeah. you know, like, uh, in other like for us, it's like weather too. So like we have a lot of like in like a lot of malls have like trick or treating and stuff like that. So you can actually like wear to... your costume without having to wear a winter coat, because um, yeah. it's snowing here right now as we speak. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's changed, which is a little bit too bad, you know. Yeah, it is a little too bad. I do miss like being a kid and having the magic of going with my brothers and sisters and trick or treating door to door, and then yeah. my my dad driving around picking the best neighborhood and that kind of stuff, and them yelling at us to get off the grass and. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I miss those days. It's not the same, and it's it's too bad. But uh, I guess we're lucky because we were like the last generation. I feel like that got to like experience like true trick or treat. Not that this isn't true trick or treating, but like you know what I mean. That yeah. style of trick or treating. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I watched uh, I watched Goosebumps last night with Jack Black in it to get into the <laughs> Halloween was it vibe. Good? Yeah, it was, was it fine. Good? It was like a good little. It was like a good little movie. I I loved Goosebumps when I was a kid, so I was yeah. just like, oh damn, it's it's slappy or whatever, you know. Yeah, I don't like scary movies or anything like that, but I do once a year, like when it gets to like this fall spooky season time, I'll watch Practical Magic. Yeah. I rewatch it, so that's a good one for me. Well, I like Goosebumps. Definitely is not scary. It's like a kids movie, but um, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I like. Uh, it, it was a good it was a good little jaunt down memory lane if you were a fan of goosebumps Aww, growing up um so yeah okay well i don't know if this is gonna be scary or not scary or what we're in for today <laughs> it's finally time it's finally here it's uh it's an episode that we've been building up for the last couple of weeks and we asked for your help putting together as a matter of fact we asked you our uh, our listeners to send us in your spiciest Zelda hot takes. And uh, and I, we haven't looked at them. We have not looked at any of these takes at all whatsoever yet. So I'm I'm kind of like I'm wondering what we're gonna get, because we're gonna see we're gonna see a bunch of we're gonna see a bunch of Zelda hot takes and um, and I think that the way that we're gonna do this is like some of them are going to be like really hot like we're gonna disagree and and by the way so a hot take is something that we can either agree with or disagree with it just goes against the 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 conventional norm right Mm -hmm. so we're gonna see we're gonna see what some of you guys say and i think that if we like really agree with it or like it makes a lot of sense it's it's not gonna be that hot of a take and if it's something truly outrageous then then we're gonna we're gonna react and we're gonna tell you our thoughts and and see exactly kind of what uh what we get here so um yeah i'm uh i'm excited for this this has been uh, an episode that we've been looking forward to for a long time here and uh, i guess we should just get going yeah let's do it i'm so excited i'm ready okay well here we go um i'm gonna i got the the document on my phone and 
it looks it looks like we got a few. So wow, here we go. Let's start it off. Um, and obviously, thank you to everyone that submitted. Uh, if we if we don't like your Zelda hot take, it does not mean that we don't appreciate you taking the time to submit that, <laughs> or that there's any malicious feelings. Okay, so let's just preface that right now. But let's get going. So this is from our pal Ocarina Holder in Discord. And here we go. This is a doozy. I dislike any theory involving a merging of the timelines, a.k.a. the smooshening, because it is very unsupported by evidence and mostly hangs in the balance of some drastic events in the history of Hyrule that nobody knows about because it doesn't exist. Plus, it's a bit of a weird, timey-wimey concept, lines merging after separating. Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are a reboot with various references, in my opinion. Possibly Nintendo took bits of pre-existing lore and changed it up in the world. Uh, okay, let's see our our spicy our spicy meter. So there's like there's like five levels of uh, of hotness here. There's freezing cold, heber cold, uh, the lowest of the low. So this is like a whatever take. There is marginally chilly. There is uh, uh, completely neutral. There is getting hot, getting warm, and then there's Elden hot. So, <laughs> Al, hearing that take, yeah. Ocarina time, uh, Ocarina holders take about he doesn't like the merging of the timelines. What do you think? What assign that one a spice level on your personal uh, personal I recipe feel book? Like- if we were talking timelines, it would have been spicier back in 2011 when the twi- timeline came out, when the like the the split into three came out. And I understand that people were kind of struggling with Breath of the Wild. They're like, where do, where is it placed? Where is it placed? But it's been six years since then, and then Tears came out, and now people are like more concerned about timeline between Breath of the Wild and Tears. So I I just think that especially too when there's like timeline conversations in other media like. Uh, Marvel, uh, DC, etc. I feel like timeline is such a tired conversation. Like, I still like talking about timelines. I still like the concept, but I think it's a little, like, we talk about it too much. So I feel like this is mostly, like, a neutral to hot, or, like, mildly hot. Like, kind of in the middle there. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I actually think that it's a a getting chilly take. Um, Okay. And, you know, this is, obviously, this is just our reactions right but i've never i just i've never been like that much of a timeline guy i think like a lot of it's just like who cares like Mm -hmm. i i don't care you know i i don't care i don't need to know the 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 sequence of events in the series uh because that's basically all it is like a lot of them don't really directly affect each other um so yeah i i don't know i i kind of feel like if if breath of the wild is a merging of all the timelines like that's fine if it's not that's fine. If it's just like a reboot, whatever. That that you know, that's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so I, I'm gonna say Ocarina Holder. I I value what you're saying, my dude. Um, but I yeah I, I don't know that I uh, that I totally think that like I care <laughs> about <laughs> about the timeline enough to to get like super spicy about it, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not, I promise I'm not trying to sound dismissive. It's just, it's a me, like, I just, I, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me. Um, doesn't matter to you. Like, it doesn't register for you. But no. Like, I know it registers for a lot of people still, so, and I, I kind of understand why people might be upset with Nintendo being like, it's a merging of the timelines down at the very bottom. 
and I just think it's like up to each player to determine. So yeah, right. I just feel kind of neutral about this take. Um, okay, Love Train is up. This uh, this guy's got four. This guy's got four of. Can we uh, rank them individually. Yeah, we're gonna do them individually here. Okay. Okay, here we go. Jeez, uh, Louise. <laughs> Triforce Heroes is one of the most fun games in the series, and playing the campaign alone is as good as playing it with friends. Uh. <laughs> play it. Play it. <laughs> oh no. That's a that's a spicy meatball right there. And I, uh, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I hate that. I hate. I hate it. I hate I think, it. But it's a spicy take. I'll give you that. Yeah. I think if you, like, had just said that Triforce Heroes is a fun game and it's especially fun to play with friends, mm -hmm. I would agree. But saying that it's the most fun in the series and also that it's as good playing alone as it is playing with... No, it's not. <laughs> Those are just untrue statements. So, yeah. yeah. Triforce Heroes is one of the most fun games in the series. I, you know, I could, I could accept that. You know, because th there are, like... There are moments. There like, are moments. The fidget spinner boss is fun if you're playing it with that. friends. Prismantis? No, thank you. <laughs> Some of the levels in like small, small chunks are fun if you're playing it with friends. But man, playing it solo is just the absolute worst. I'm sorry. It is the worst. That game solo is... It, it, I'm, I'm trying to think of a better word than a disgrace to the Zelda series, <laughs> but but it is like it playing it with friends in multiplayer. <laughs> it's like okay, this is an acceptable Legend of Zelda experience. Yeah, but you, you play that game solo. Oh boy, that's tough. And like this is this is also coming from a person you that has played Four Swords uh, Adventures solo, and that was a very yeah. fun, yes. enjoyable puzzle experience and doable. Yeah. I feel like Triforce Heroes is really hard to do by yourself. It's really t like it's. I mean, playing Four Swords Adventures solo, there there is a little bit of clunkiness when switching between the links. Like I I will admit that, but it's it's not really that bad. Like it mm -hmm. it really isn't. And this and Triforce Heroes playing it solo is just God. It, it is a miserable experience. I'm sorry. <laughs> I that is that is Elden hot, but I'm glad That's that you. Hot. I'm glad that you feel that way. Um, okay, let's continue. This is from Love Train, who's already off to a spicy start here. Uh, Link's Awakening is the best game in the series by a wide margin, and the remake is the best way to experience it. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say like... that that's a getting hot take. Not Elden Hot, but it's a getting hot take. I don't think you see that a whole lot. Especially I the keyword by yeah. a wide margin. I don't know. I think, like... I, I think that... Like, Link's Awakening is one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, so I'm not going to say that, like, that like it's it's not a, a fantastic game or worthy of uh, or worthy of being called the best game in the series. Because, like, I if somebody said to me, like, Link's Awakening is my favorite game in the series or it's the best game, I'd be like, yeah, okay. I, I'm down with that. Um, I think by a wide margin is what really kind of makes it a little bit more of a spicy take for me. Because, yeah. like... Um, I don't know, just like, like, that's a, yeah, that's a little bit of a spicy take. And I will say, I will say that, um, the remake, the, re the remake probably is the best way to experience it, but there's something for me that, like, there's, you just can't beat LADX. 
Yeah, I feel like that second statement is the remake is the best way to experience it isn't very hot for me personally because the remake is how I first experienced Link's Awakening and that's how and that's what I prefer. So, um not not to say that like the the original is bad. It just playing it after the new newer version just wasn't the best for me. But I will say that saying it's the best game in the series, I don't quite agree with. So that's the part that's getting kind of spicy for me. Yeah, well, okay, that that one wasn't too bad. Um, okay. Although I guess getting hot, that's still that's still pretty hot. Yeah. All right, the Forest Temple from Ocarina of Time is the best dungeon in the series. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you that I think that this is an ice cold take. A Heber cult, <laughs> because I agree. Like I, I agree. I think so, it's the best dungeon in the series. Here's my question: Just because you agree doesn't mean it's not a hot take in general to everybody else, right? Like, would you yeah. say everybody else agrees that Forest Temple is the best? I would. I would still say that's a cold take because. Okay. Um, well, you might remember. So a couple years ago, we pulled the entire staff at Zelda Dungeon to see what their favorite dungeons were. Guess what? One. It's Forest Temple. Forest Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people really hold that dungeon in high regard. You might not, like, I'm not going to say that, like, if you ask 10 Zelda fans um, what their favorite dungeon is, half of them are going to say the Forest Temple. I don't think they would. But yeah. I, I think that, like, if you ask, like, 10 Zelda fans to give the Forest Temple a ranking out of 10, I bet you it's a pretty high average. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I think like it's a cold take, but a good take. Yes. Best and fave are different questions. Um, so I would say, I would say this is probably a neutral take for me because I do think that there are other dungeons in the Zelda series that are incredible and if not better, especially Skyward Sword dungeons. So, right. and I would feel like other people would agree with that. But I know how popular Ocarina of Time is. I know, um, like it's you and me here that's our favorite game it's many people's favorite game from the zd community so i would think that a lot of them would appreciate the dungeons in ocarina of time so i get it i would say this is like the meat like the middle cold to neutral for me uh okay his last one i promise this is not a burner account of mine by the way if reading this last <laughs> one twilight princess <laughs> is a disgrace of a game only backed up by a great antagonist a decent story and only three really good dungeons, Arbiter's Ground, Snowpeak Ruins, and Temple of Time. First of all, hold on a sec. So you said that it's a disgrace of a game, but then you mentioned like <laughs> eight things about it that are awesome. So... Also, we... what antagonist are you talking about? It has a couple. So I'm, I'm assuming Xant, because Xant is cool. Okay. I was assuming Xant too, but then I was like, oof, but then Xant... Um, yeah, I... I would never say that Twilight Princess is a disgrace of a game. No, Just because me I don't enjoy playing it doesn't mean that it's a disgrace. It's actually a very good, fantastic Zelda game. Here's the thing. I do enjoy playing Twilight Princess. It, like, it just so happens that the last couple times I've played Twilight Princess have been in, like, one long sitting, right? So, like, yeah. um, I think if you hours. if you play it the way it's meant to be played, it's fine. Now, does the art style suck? Yes. Is it ugly? Yes. Is there is the city in the sky one of the worst dungeons in the series? Yes. Like, there's... I wish that was the take on here. <laughs> is, is Ilya, like, the absolute worst character in the Zelda series? Yes. However, those are, like... Those do not derail the game. Like, it's still incredibly fun and, and a great... Like, there's tons of awesome dungeons. Um, 
So, yeah. I love that you did the opposite of what this person did, where they said it's a disgrace, but named like a bazillion great things, and then you were like, "This game is great," but named a bazillion. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess, but like the uh, <laughs> the stuff that like like the stuff that I list, I kind of feel like is like in the grand scheme of things, like smaller stuff, right? Like, but mm-hmm. like I feel like the stuff that Love Train lists is like it's got a decent story, it's got a cool antagonist, it's got three amazing done. Like, I feel like that's kind of like you know. A, Big, that's a good portion of the yeah, game. <laughs> that's like a big thing to kind of hang your hat on yeah. and be like, yeah, this does have this. Um, so yeah, this, I, is, a, this, this is, is a hot take. This is a hot take. I don't think it's Elden Hot. I think it's just below it, like getting yeah. warm. Yeah. But this is a hot take, I and, I, and I don't agree with choice. it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, for, I like to have a little bit of fun poking. You know, it's it's basically just a running gag at this point. Uh, yeah. The Twilight Princess stuff, but like. I would never, I would never call it a disgrace. The only game I would call a disgrace, which I already did on this show once, is Triforce Heroes. <laughs> what a crazy, what a crazy uh, coincidence that uh, that just was. All right, uh, so thank you for that love train. Those were those were great. Here we go. Palomer has one for us for the Zelda cast hot takes. Spirit Tracks has the best Zelda soundtrack. I feel like that's a medium hot take. I feel like I'm it neutral a- on that. It's a bomb soundtrack, but I think Skyward Sword or Wind Waker have the best soundtracks. So, yeah, it's getting up there for me. So, if they would release an official ch- soundtrack, that'd be cool. But, um, I feel like Spirit Tracks has some bomb bomb music, but not not as much as like Wind Waker. No, like like I I disagree with that. Like actually, completely, but. I've heard enough people say that sentiment that I feel like it's kind of like, yeah, like that's, that doesn't leave an impression on me. Like if that's your opinion, like, okay, you can make your case. Like, I think like the Realm Overworld song is, is a, a beloved Zelda song. And so much of the Spirit Tracks, like OST is, is like variations of that song. So like, if that's your mm-hmm. favorite Zelda song, this very well could be your favorite Zelda soundtrack. So, um, Yeah. I feel like that one's just kind of neutral for me. It's kind of, eh, eh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where do you sit on those? Is Spirit Tracks here, like, upper echelon? Uh, as, a, as far as music or game? Just yeah, as far, as far as music. Just music. No, it's pretty mid for me. Like, yeah, it has the one track that I really enjoy, but I there's just so much great music in the Zelda series that it is better. Yeah. So I would say it's about mid. Um... All right, let's uh, let's continue here. Uh, this is from Majora Master. Shout out to our pal Majora Master. My hot take for the Zelda cast: the Spirit Flute from Spirit Tracks is one of the best and most fun mechanics from that game, and arguably one of the most creative and original mechanics in any Zelda game due to its uniqueness and immersivity. I don't know if that's a word, but it sounds damn good. Uh, I'll, I'll go first here. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a getting warm take. It's not Elden Hot, but it's it's not that far off. Uh, listen, <laughs> I think the spirit flute sucks. Like I <laughs> I I'm sorry. I think I think that thing stinks. Like every time, and I haven't played Spirit Tracks in a long time. But even like I was watching you play it this year, and you got to like every time after the dungeon, you got to play the stupid song. I'm just like, oh boy, here we go. Um, I think it stinks, and I actually think it's, I think it's the opposite, I think it breaks immersion, because, like, 
you're inputting the yeah. thing correctly and it's not working. You're just like, what? Ah, why isn't this like, why is it not working? And it takes you yeah. out of it. So yeah. I think this is a hot, <laughs> an Elden hot take because I don't know one person who enjoys the flute. I, you know, I remember thinking when I first played Spirit Tracks a couple years ago, and that initially with the first couple songs, I was like, this is not so bad. I don't understand why people complain about it. I don't get it. It's when you get to the last two songs, maybe last three songs, that it really starts to, like, I don't know, lose its ever-loving mind in this game. The the Logomos don't know what they're talking about. I play that flute really well. <laughs> And I, I'm constantly, every time this conversation comes up with me, I'm constantly thinking about this game is created for children. And if oh, I God. can't do this, I cannot imagine a child getting very far in this game. Like, clearly, with the little choo-choo trains and everything, it's a very cute, sweet game. There's no way a child is going to have the patience for that damn flute. I'm you know just what? saying. I think I think you sold me. This is a... <laughs> it's a hot take. I think we, we got to play it. Are you ready? <laughs> That is, just, that is Link falling into the lava somewhere, so, yeah. I can't hear it, but I know he's playing it. <laughs> Alright, um, let's continue. This is from Emoot. Oh boy. Doing all the shrines and light roots and Tears of the Kingdom are more of a chore than A-level math and physics. A-level is super demanding British qualification. I hate the past story setting, and it ruined a lot of the experience for this game for me. I want a present story next time, or I'm not even bothering to find these memory things. Okay. What, what I, say you? What say you? I don't think that's a super hot take. I feel like, I feel like that to a to a degree, I agree. So I'm gonna say that, that I'm kind of neutral about this. Mm -hmm. Um. I just, I kind of get the feeling, I think it's just because there's too much. Like, if it was really dialed down and um, more focused, and there wasn't, like, a hundred and, I don't know, 20 light roots, and um, I don't remember how many there were, and 140 shrines or whatever, then I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with this so much. But I do feel like there's a, there's a hint that I agree with. So I'm going to say I'm kind of neutral on this. I think I agree. I, I think I agree with you. Um, almost, almost verbatim, actually. I, I think I agree with pretty much what you said. I, I think it's like there's so much, like there, it's an overwhelming amount that I I can see it like getting getting tiresome. Because um, there were times where you know, the, like when I was playing, there was a certain time where I'm like, okay, I'm at a light route. What's the quickest, shortest way to the next light route so I can just yeah. get it? You know, it's mm -hmm. it's not like it was like super invigorating to to go yeah. and find them um so i get that i think the the only thing that gives me and i also i don't i don't particularly love the past storytelling myself so like i get that too the only thing that i would say is is like giving me cause to maybe bump this up on the spice level but i don't think i'm going to is that um uh emu saying that they wouldn't even bother playing the, the next game if there were memories i I mean, I'm gonna play the next Zelda game if it's Triforce Heroes two, right? Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's just I get that. It's just, how, it's just how it is. But excuse me, I think that's what I disagree with. That maybe it is a slight hot take. Is like even though I've complained about like I have my gripes with the the past and the memories and that kind of story, I still think that they really worked for these Switch games. Like they made them work. They made them unique for Breath of the Wild. They switched it up enough that I was like. 
this is fun in Tears of the Kingdom, not a total repeat. So I was like, these make sense for the Switch games, and so maybe that is slight, slightly spicier for me. But I am kind of over it, so I wouldn't want to see him again. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I would still play it as well. I would also 100% spend money and play the next Zelda game. <laughs> okay, here we go. Corey Richmond has a couple <laughs> takes here. Let's see what he has to say. Um, Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf is the best iteration of Ganondorf we've ever gotten in a mainline Zelda game. I'm going to give that an ice cold take. I think a lot of people think that. I think, yeah, that's a neutral for me. I can, the only reason I slightly might see people having issue is I wish we just got more, uh, yeah. like more understanding of his personality, his ambitions. That's it. But other, aside from that, like he is clearly a, yeah. a goat Ganondorf. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. Like, I, I think that, um, God, I would actually, I would be damn near tempted to say that like the other three iterations of Ganondorf, I like better. Maybe not Twilight Princess. Maybe not Twilight Princess. But like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I think a lot of people think that. So that's that's a nice cold take. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So Corey is zero for one. Let's uh, see. He's got three here. Let's see what else he has for us. Ocarina of Time's Water Temple is one of the best dungeons in the entire series. Oh, I mean, that's 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 a little spicy. Is it? I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna go neutral because I think. Okay, I think okay. like like 15 years ago that would have been a spicy take, but I think like as we've you know as a lot of the the people that initially played it have perhaps grown older, right? Like yeah. you're just like it's actually like not that difficult. It's not and, that hard. No. Right? So I think but that's I a neutral take. I actually enjoy it. Oh, I do. Has, oh, okay. Water Temple is usually one of those tour temples for me, dungeons for me. Um, now, if he said Lake Bed, I would be like, this is a hot take. Lake Bed, I'd, I'd play it. <laughs> I would have played it. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the Water Temple like is really fun. Like, I, I really enjoy going to the Water Temple, particularly in Ocarina of Time 3D. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's fine, and I enjoy it as long as I remember the key that I always miss. Yeah, like, yeah. After, the, after I realize I forgot it, I'm like, fuck. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> that that's, that's the worst. You get to that final <laughs> door, you're just like, oh, geez. God. So that that's what's giving me pause. Is I feel like a lot of people feel that frustration and don't particularly enjoy the water temple, even though it is a good dungeon. I will say that. All right. So so Corey had submitted three, and I thought we were doing okay because the first two were pretty bland. But there there is something stupid in here, so I'm, I'm obligated to read it. <laughs> Ocarina of Time is an incredibly influential video game and a high mid-tier Zelda game. What? What is? What does that mean? So actually, I I have to admit I misread the question uh, or his statement because I thought he just said a mid-tier Zelda game. So high yeah. mid-tier would be like an upper, like an upper middle of the pack Zelda game. Like a B plus kid. Yeah. I was about to play it because I think that's outrageous if it's like just if it's like a a B or a C tier game like that's outrageous. Yeah, I here's my my like he's saying that maybe it would be in people's at least people's top seven Zelda games or whatever. Yeah, I think that's fair. Upper mid tier. Let's just say seven or or more. Okay, which I think is fine. So I wouldn't say that this is a very this is a icy take, especially like 
Ocarina of Time is a influ very influential video game. It was. So, it is. So, that's a very agreeable take. Yeah, I like I said, I, I actually... I misread it when I said it was stupid, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, if, it, if he was calling it, like, a mid-tier... I mean, there's, what, 22 Zelda games, and he's saying, like, it's, like... Mid-tier, to me, is, like, the 12th best Zelda game. Like, that's that's yeah. dumb. But, yeah. you know, if you are a Zelda fan... Like, particularly a younger Zelda fan, that maybe your first game was Breath of the Wild, and you're just like, man, I love Breath of the Wild. I love Tears of the Kingdom. I'm really into Skyward Sword. I'm really into Twilight Princess. I went back and played A Link to the Past on NSO. I mean, like, that's... A bunch of games right there and like all yeah. of them are fantastic so i yeah th this one I, th I feel like is neutral i i still think for my own biases and whatever that, that i can't <laughs> that doesn't sit right with me but i you know i i could see that if like a newer zelda fan is just like yeah you know i, I played ocarina of time it's it's okay I think if, i'm gonna give a shout out here but i think if alex was on our show she would say that this is a hot take well she would have <laughs> said it's like the worst zelda game which is just right. That's like what Taylor used to say that the Wind Waker was the worst Zelda game. And it's like, come on, dude. That's not right. Anyways, all right. Uh, oh, God, I can never say his name right, so I'm so sorry. Vic Zelink says, hey, here's one of those hot takes that was asked for. I'm not at all bothered by the fighting. Oh, man. I'm not at all oh. bothered by fighting the imprisoned three times. As it is exactly what's needed to tell the story correctly. If anything, I'm more bothered by fighting Girahim three times. As something else should have been in the fire sanctuary. Yes! <laughs> so, so, and immediately I just have to react and, and see if I agree with this take or not. I I don't like fighting Girahim three times. But I also don't like fighting the Imprisoned three times. So I feel like that's kind of a wash. So, like, you know... We can, we can, uh, we can just call it even. Um, I think, I think not mind fighting the imprisoned three times is a spicy take though. I don't know if it's enough to play it though. What do you think? I think it's a slightly spicy take. I, but here's the thing. How can you not like fighting Gearheim three times when you like fighting in prison three times because it's necessary for the story? Fighting Gearheim three times is also necessary for the, the progression of the story, like a natural well, progression. Was fighting when him at fight the fire sanctuary, the, though? You fight him in the fire sanctuary because he has discovered that there's another gate. And the fire sanctuary is the place that tells him there's another gate. So he's like, oh, not all hope is lost. I can still get my girl and bring my man Demise back. That's important to the plot. And so you're in his way and he's getting really ticked off at this point that you're still in his way. So he's about, he's like, the first time he's just playing with you. The second time he's about to kill you. The third time is his last desperate attempt. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I see what you, I, you're right. I think it's important if you're okay with in prison three times, you have to be okay with Gearheim three times. So this is kind of why I think it's a spicy take. Huh. Slightly warm, spicy. I, I'm going to say slightly warm as well, but mostly just for the imprisoned part. I feel people just hate the imprisoned's ass. Like they hate that guy. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I totally understand where they're coming from though that it is important to show that the seal is breaking quicker and quicker. Yeah. I get it. Doesn't mean I like it, but so I, uh, I slightly agree with that part of the take. It's the second part that I don't agree with. Yes, I I think you could have just maybe altered the story just a bit to, you know, or just had input be like, "Man, the seal's breaking really quick." And not have to... I don't know. But, uh... Yeah. Skyward Sword is one of my favorite Zelda games, as we all know. But fighting the Imprisoned three times can be a little, uh... 
It's a little rough. Two times, mm-hmm. I think, is fine. But, nevertheless. So, yeah, I, I think we're both, we're both, like, in the getting warm category. But, uh, not, like, I wouldn't say enough to be Elden Hot. Also, Closely. I would say that Gary, fighting Gary Hume is a much more interesting fight than fighting in prison. Yeah. You know, I like. I it's not like I don't like fighting the prison. I think it's kind of fun, like going up and then like falling down. Especially when you got the Grusinator. Like it's actually like kind of a fun fight. But uh, it's just that you you know you have to do it three times. Where Girahim, I feel like at least they're spaced out a lot. Like yeah, it's, they at, are. it's at the beginning and at they the are. end, and then like it's like the final Gearheim fight is is really cool and almost doesn't feel at all like the first two. So it gets a little mm-hmm. bit more leeway there for me, anyways. Um, all right, let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it moving here. Uh, this is from. Um, uh, oh boy, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna butcher your name. Um, Jagater Smabarn. I don't know. That's I'm, a hard one. I don't know yeah, how to say that either. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry. Um, the Lightning Temple from Tears of the Kingdom is the worst temple in the game, and even worse than the Water Temple. What? That's a hot take. That's full on Elven hot. <laughs> I gotta play that one more time. That's ah! <laughs> the worse than the water temple. The that's water tough. temple. That's tough. I, oh my I, god! I think that's a hard disagree. Like that's so many people love the yeah. Like, was it lightning thunder lightning? So lightning so not temple. only I think do we disagree. I think like everybody would probably. Do. <laughs> I think like I have seen very consistently that people think the water temple is the worst temple in Tears of the Kingdom. And I, I don't know that I've seen anyone consistently say, like, a single temple is, like, the best. But I've seen a lot of people say consistently the water temple is the worst, which I would agree with. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. A lot of people, and it's not like it's particularly bad. It's just the lesser developed, less, like, you have less connection to the sage. You have, I don't know, there's just a lot of factors where it's just not the best one. And it feels like a chore. And I look forward, I don't look forward to playing that one when I replay the game. But I do look forward to playing the Lightning Temple again, because that was a lot of fun. Very reminiscent of the Spirit Temple from Ocarina of Time, which is yeah. a fan favorite. So that's a, that's, a, that's a spicy take if I've ever seen one. That's that's a spicy one. Um, that's like our Black Panther hot wings from the marathon. <laughs> dude, but you know what? I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you that you enjoy the Water Temple. Um, all right. This is from... Kenedict Bumberbatch. Let's rock and roll here. The new Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom Zelda games are better than the old Zelda games in nearly every way. All the older games have going for them are the more complex dungeons and the presentation of the story in my eyes. And Tears of the Kingdom wasn't far off from remedying those problems. And newer games have all... with And what? And the problems the newer games have with those two issues. Okay. That is a. I don't know that it's an Elden Hot, but it's a it's a spicy take. Uh, yeah, I would agree. It's spicy. Um, I don't think that Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom are the better. No. Well, I mean, listen, Zelda games. They're fantastic Zelda games. Yeah, and like the presentation of the story and the dungeons are like a pretty big part of the Those pie. Those are like massive parts. Yeah. of Zelda games. And I don't think Tears of the like it was better than Breath of the Wild, but it like it wasn't it wasn't that it was closer to Breath of the Wild than it was to yeah. what I, I wanted, anyways. Yeah. Um. 
But I, I do feel like there probably is a lot of fans, partic- again, particularly newer fans, which mm-hmm. is great, by the way, um, that that probably would feel the exact same way. Yeah, I can see that. I can see, I mean, I kind of know that I fall in the ballpark where I'm like 3D Zelda games are better than 2D Zelda games just because I enjoy, I don't enjoy playing the 2D Zelda games as much. And maybe this is one of those cases where it's like a newer Zelda game is better than the older Zelda games because they just don't enjoy playing the older games that much because of limited technology, limited other things, etc. Whereas Breath of the Wild and Tears has way more open world, way more freedom. So I can see that being a huge draw for a lot of Zelda players. Yeah, um, so not Elden Hot, not quite Elden Hot, but it was it was close. Mm-hmm. That was the closest to being Elden Hot, but that wasn't, I think, so far. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's keep it going here. Uh, this is from Pimpapup. <laughs> I read the first sentence already. Oh my god! My Zelda hot take is that Ocarina of Time is not a very fun game to play. I can respect how revolutionary it was, but but it just isn't a very solid experience, especially in this day and age. Especially in the fun factor, Triforce Hero beats it. <laughs> Easily because of just how fun and chaotic playing with a group of friends is. Still better than A Link to the Past, though. I just played it three times in a row. That is horrible. I struggled finishing that. Oh. Golly. I don't even know if I have words for this take. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's horrible. I'm I respect the hell out of that, but that that makes me want to die. <laughs> I do. Are we sure this isn't this isn't Alex? Like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> I feel like this isn't as like strong a hot take as like I initially felt with the one about the lightning temple. Uh... Oh, but. I just think, like, Ocarina of Time is one of those games that just holds up the test of time. Like, it just holds up, you know? And, God, like, almost 30 years later, and it's still such a fantastic, fun Zelda game to play. The pacing is phenomenal. Especially with the update to 3D, the art style is phenomenal. The story is great. The characters are compelling. Like, I don't know how you would... uh, Hey, you know what? That's tough. I guess I could I could be la- like labeled one of these people because I feel I, I don't have very much fun playing Twilight Princess. So I get that there's a lot of people that do. So maybe I'm one of those like I'm this post to those people who really enjoy Twilight Princess. But I yeah, this is spicy. I, I think like like objectively to try to take my because Ocarina of Time is my favorite video game. I think just objectively, it's like a really good video game and a very good Zelda game. There's all these really mm-hmm. cool dungeons. They're the pacing. You've never seen pacing like you have in Ocarina of Time. It's like it's so it's so spot on. Like all these cool items, the great soundtrack, great story. I don't know. Like like again, I could accept, if if someone was just like, yeah, you know, I played Ocarina of Time and it's it's fine. Like it was made a while mm-hmm. ago and it, it's fine. It, it's you know, there's some Zelda games that came out after it that that have eclipsed it. I think that's fine, but like to say it's not fun, I don't know. Yeah, like, even, and then even and my then least favorite Zelda it, game, I still think is pretty fun. Then to compare it to Triforce Heroes, saying that that is much more fun, which I can understand, especially if you're playing with a group of friends. But maybe this person is just like they like multiplayer games; they don't like playing solo. Maybe I don't know. You know what I have to say to that? 
<laughs> Are you gonna play it? Oh wait, I thought I was gonna play it. There we go. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Once again, I respect the uh, the cojones on some of these people sending in these spicy hot takes. This is fantastic. All right, this is from our pal Andrew, who we severely missed at the Zelda Dungeon Marathon last not last year. I hope we get to uh, catch up with him this mm-hmm. upcoming year. Um, okay. The touchscreen controls in the DS Zeldas are the most creative, unique, and original gameplay innovations ever in the entire series. Not that they're necessarily my favorite way to play or the most fun or anything, but they are without a doubt, I think, one of the most unique and original control schemes Nintendo has ever made in any game. A completely new way to play that I don't think I've ever seen anywhere else in the whole world of gaming. I, I, I like, agree, actually. I agree, too. Like, it didn't, it kind of flopped, but I yeah. still 100 100- and agree with it yeah so i i don't know where does that leave us i guess if we both That's agree kind of, i wouldn't say it's an ice freezing take i feel like Maybe getting cool I feel, yeah i feel like this is a very like uh reasonable take i feel yeah. like because the, the the point isn't that it's like the most fun ever it's just that it's innovative and unique and probably like one of the crazier ideas that nintendo came up with it's just unfortunate that it didn't work out well you know yeah, so, I, I don't know how you can't say it's not one of the most innovative, right. crazy... I, like, again, to echo what you said and what Andrew said, it's it's not like it always hit the way that it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't now, say Andrew, that they didn't go for it. If he said that, like, is my favorite way to play Zelda, that would be a slightly hotter take. Yeah. But I think, I think with the reasonableness of this, uh, this take is more, like, kind of, like, frosty to me. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah. But I like I completely agree with what you said, yeah, Andrew. Um, so that's a great comment. Uh, okay, this is our last one from Discord here. This is from Ancient Poe. Um, Zelda Hot Take. Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword are both extremely weak entries in the series. Uh, I feel like that's neutral to me. Okay. I think a, I think a lot of people... You know, Skyward Sword is obviously a very divisive game. I think you either mm-hmm. love it or you hate it. So that, that one to me is kind of like... Um, Twilight Princess, I think, is a little bit more beloved, but I do think that there is, at least in our circle at Zelda Dungeon, I think that there is, like, a contingent of fans that, that were just kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's missing some things. And I mean, I would, I would say that I'm part of that, right? Like, um, and an extremely weak entry in the series does not equal bad game, by the way. It just means that, comparatively speaking, the other games are much better. I mean, I... I would feel like... I would feel like I could agree with that with Skyward Sword just because of how people felt about it, but I feel like Twilight Princess was such a knockout um, and continues to remain, like, a fan favorite. Obviously, it's not, like, the greatest Zelda that everybody in the community, like, loves, but yeah. I think, like, largely from the, like, the Zelda fan base, Twilight Princess is a hit, so... I, I don't think I agree with that as far as it being a weak entry. Yeah. At least Twilight Princess. I, I think that's why I went neutral. Because I can see it with Skyward Sword. Is Twilight Princess, I have a little bit more of a... Yeah, you're starting to get a little spicy. A little, little, little bit yeah. of jalapeno there. I think if it was just Skyward Sword, I would have actually said that it was probably like a freezing cold take. Yeah. But Twilight Princess brings it up to neutral for me. All right. Let's go over to Twitter here. We have uh, a couple left. Um, this is from our pal Zach. Tears of the Kingdom has an amazing story that is presented in the worst way possible, making the ability to replay the game almost chore-like 
and without wonder. I don't know. This is kind of weird because, like, I don't, like, I don't disagree, but I don't think that the story has any impact on the replayability necessarily. To me, I see what you're saying. Yes. Um. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I don't think that. I think that the way the story was presented wasn't great. I still really love the story, and I'll still read. I'm just looking forward to when I replay Tears and get the story in order, like in sequential order. And I don't have to. And now I know the story, so I don't. I can just like, it's like rewatching a series after. Um, this is a good example. So when I when I watch a series now where it has a weekly release, I feel like sometimes it's a little uh, disconnected, and I I struggle to to connect the episodes. But when I binge it, it's like really flawless, you know. And I'm like, oh, this was a bomb show. So I want to do that with Tears, where I was it was very disconnected for me the first time, but I'm going to replay it, and it'll be much more connected. Much the flow will be much better. So I wouldn't say that 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 the way it was presented turned me off from replaying the game. So I would say this is kind of a slightly spicy take. I'm thinking neutral. Like I, like I actually I agree with the with the statement. It has an amazing story that's presented in just the, the worst possible way it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I I saw some people like saying that we were a little bit too negative on Tears of the Kingdom in our reviews, and like you know I I am sorry for that. Like it's. We gotta we gotta tell you how we really feel, and uh, you know I don't think that like pointing out the flaws in the game doesn't mean that you don't love it necessarily. But but I do agree that like I I think the story was presented in a less than ideal way. But I like I don't think that so that would be like a, a cold take for me personally. But I I think the replayability I think there's other things that might make it more of like a chore to replay it. So I'm gonna just go neutral. Because um, okay. those those to me almost don't like correlate to each other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is from uh, our pal Rodrigo. Hot take. This is for you, Al. You go first. Zelda Two is awesome once you get to know how to play the game in the best way. Jump and strike, and would be awesome uh, to have a new Zelda with the same RPG elements, experience points, upgrades, magic, etc. I am not. I'm not. I actually agree. Like, I like RPG elements, and I wouldn't be opposed to that in a Zelda game. That's totally fine. I just don't need to go back to Zelda 2. I don't care if you know, like, you finally know how to play it, and you're like, okay, this is fine. It's not enjoyable to me. I'm so sorry. I know it's a... I I can respect that it's probably a good Zelda game. I just don't find it fun to play. So, I'm going to say this is is actually neutral for me, because I feel like... I feel like a lot of people actually feel that way, especially when you turned around and were like, you know what, playing it on NSO with the rewind feature actually made it really enjoyable. Yeah. And I believe you. That doesn't mean I want to do it, but I believe you. So I'm going to say this is neutral for me. I'm actually going to say this is a, a chilly take here. Because um, I think <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, I, I think that like people... I think like the fans of this game really love this game and, and like stand by it and are, you know just just always telling you like you gotta you gotta learn how to appreciate it or play it in the right way and and whatnot so so i think that this is a a chilly take um because i like i actually and again i don't think that you'd run into a lot of zelda fans that were just like oh yeah i don't want any of these like mechanics like magic or experience points to come back you might get some people that are just like yeah i don't not for me but like we're not really that far off from that coming back anyways you know what i mean so yeah this is a chilly take i think for me okay Fair enough. You know what might help you for those who are who are listening and not watching us on Twitch where we stream live every Sunday is Andy's Ayo. having a hard time getting his camera to focus. 
But he's also in darkness, so I think I am, I am in Halloween <laughs> darkness this week. But it was it was like all blurry, and I I tried to do the high five thing to like get it to focus. And right, I was like, just turn on your lights. <laughs> no, because it's it's like, and once it unfocuses, you can't get it to focus. You know what I mean? Mm, like it's yeah. like I was about to do the clap to see if maybe if that would uh, help. But maybe that I don't know. Um, all right, let's uh, let's continue here, and I can never ever say this. This person's name right. I always butcher it. I'm so sorry. Um, Mew D. Denny has two for us here. Um, here we go. Water dungeons are the best dungeons in the series, both puzzle-wise and aesthetic. This applies to both 3D and 2D. That's so broad, you know? Like, what you're really I saying is, is like... Yeah, I, well, I mean, like, I guess he did, like... I guess they did say like their preferred genre is is water so the the real question is like it, I, I think reading between the lines here is like how many other zelda fans would agree that like the water aesthetic is their favorite like aesthetic and that and that the the puzzles have been like the the best in the series i i don't know i think this is a slightly spicy take i think i, I think so too. i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's full-on elden hot but i think that for the most part i mean it's getting warm just, this is me, where I'm like, I get to a water dungeon, and I'm like, I really don't want to do the water dungeon. Because to me, they mostly feel, like, not as fun. Um, I prefer, like, the forest, the fire dungeons, um, like, the, the spooky dungeons and that kind of stuff. But I feel like a lot of people don't really, like, don't really, if you consider most Zelda games water dungeon, they don't really like them. Like, Lake Bed is not very popular. Um... What's the one in Majora's Mask? The Water Temple in Majora's Mask? I can't remember. Great Bay, uh, Great whatever. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That one's not very popular. I just, so I don't, I would see this as slightly spicy because I don't think a lot of people agree. I, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, like I, I think aesthetic wise, actually, I, I really do. They look cool. I love a lot of the water dungeons, like yeah. the, uh, like, uh, obviously the water temple. I'm also afraid of the ocean, so, like, it doesn't really... Really? You're afraid of... Oh, I love the I'm ocean. I'm afraid of the ocean, so I'm, like, not very fond of going into the ocean. But I've, like, even, even the lake. water temples, I think that stink. Like, lake bed, like, I think look cool, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Like Actually, the only awesome. exception is, like, the Tears of the Kingdom water temple, which just sucks. Um, yeah. Yeah, Up like... in the sky, which is so weird. Yeah. Like, Varuta looks cool. Great Bay looks cool. Uh, Angler's Tunnel looks cool. Um, I, God, I can't remember the uh, the Water Temple's name in A Link Between Worlds, but that's actually a low-key great that, water dungeon. That one's fun. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Like, with the puzzles, though, being, like, the best in the series, I don't I don't know. I, like, I don't think like, so. Water Temple puzzles usually have to do with l raising and lowering the water levels and, like, having to navigate the... Yeah. Uh, or, like, having to move some kind of mechanic in the temple itself. You know, like, late bed, you you swing around the staircase, or Ancient Cistern. Ancient Cistern is pretty good water-ish temple. Um, that one, you have to, uh, you know, move a structure in the middle. So, like, some of them have cool puzzles, but, like, generally, right. the... When when I got to the water temple in tears, I was like, watch watch some of these puzzles have to raise and lower the water, and I was right. So yeah, I, I I think it is a slightly spicy take. I don't think you'd find a lot of Zelda fans that agree. I like I I feel like myself. I feel like kind of neutral on because like I like the aesthetic. I I think I generally like most water dungeons. Uh, water temple in tears of the kingdom 
lake bed would be immediate exceptions I could think of. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, maybe just like a slightly spicy take, but not one that I absolutely hate. Um, all right. Their second, uh, hot take here, breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom are flawed in the way that every subsequent playthrough of the game is never as good as the first because you lose the magic of discovery and wonder at the expansive world. Still great games, just not as good on repeat playthroughs. Al, I feel like you're very uniquely qualified to answer this. Um, yeah, I would disagree because there's so much in those games, and especially if you're not as crazy as I am doing everything in the first playthrough. Like, I remember before Tears came out, there were still videos coming out of people playing Breath of the Wild being like, I didn't know you could do this. And so there's still magic there. There's still, like, because there's such massive worlds, like, yeah. there's still so much that you can explore and and discover replaying these games. So I think they actually, I think, yeah, I disagree with this take. I think that's a slightly, I don't know um, if that would make it spicy, but I just disagree. Yeah. I, I think that like your average Zelda, f- I think your average Zelda fan probably would disagree with this as well. So I, I think that maybe that makes it, it's either a neutral or a, or a getting warm take. Cause... I could also, I could see what they're saying though, but I would say this yeah. about every video game. Like you're going to lose that initial experience magic. You really are on any video game that you play. Well, I mean like arguably, you know, in, in a game like The Last of Us, for example, like mm-hmm. the the big draw of that game is not the gameplay or the world, it's the story. So when you've right. seen it once, you could you could apply the same argument as you're saying, Al. Um, so like it's like when I replay, I've only replayed Breath of the Wild once since I put like my 300 hours into it in 2017. Mm-hmm. But I replayed it because I wanted to re-experience. So it's not like I wanted to like like have everything be new for the first time, but like. I just, I wanted to re-experience that world and, and some mm-hmm. of those beats and stuff like that. So, um, I, I see what he's saying, um, uh, and I, and I don't disagree inherently, but I don't know that I agree either, because I think that there's still a lot of value there, and I think that your average Zelda fan would disagree with this, so I'm going to give it slightly warm. Okay, slightly warm is good. Yeah. Okay, this is from Mac. They say, get your oven mitts ready for this hot take. The Wind Waker is a half-finished, mostly empty game with clunky gameplay mechanics. Worse than that is how Tetra becomes a damsel in distress and has her skin lightened. That's not a plot twist I'll be encouraging my kids to witness as they grow up. I don't know that I disagree with a lot of that, to be honest. Uh, Now, clunky gameplay mechanics... Well, you know what? I was about to say I disagree with that, but like, if you're talking the OG Wind Waker... It's kind of clunky riding your boat on the ocean, having to replay the song to go in a different direction. Um, half finished? I don't know about that, but it, it uh, does feel it does feel like there's something missing, doesn't it? Like another dungeon, or like another mm-hmm. island full of people, or or something like that. Uh, and I, I actually I agree with the Tetra uh, criticism as well. Now saying that. I think that this is probably a hot take, like a like a getting warm take. I think that this is a a take that your average Zelda fan is going to dump all over. So I'm going to say it's not Elden hot, but it's it's getting hot. But I actually I think there's a lot of merit to this critique. Personally, I think that there's some things that maybe I could understand. I guess like mostly empty. I kind of get that. 
Um, but I don't think the draw was for it to be like a fully fleshed out land. Like you're obviously you're exploring the ocean and the different islands in each tile of your map there. Like, I feel like that gives you some exploration. Like, yeah. but I can understand why people would say it's mostly empty. I, I can understand that. I don't agree with half finished. I don't agree with clum clunky. I actually think that Wind Waker is pretty smooth. I guess it depends if you played GameCube or, um, Wii U. Wii U. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, I maybe the GameCube was a little bit clunkier, especially with the pacing. I think it's massively improved with uh, Wii U. Um, I and I and I understand why people have the 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 Tetra hot like opinion, but I. I feel like getting older is understanding that a child was just like had her whole life tipped on its head. And of course she kind of had to take some time to like, I feel like as I get older, the more I understand about <laughs> the more I understand about having emotions and like uh, mental health. And you could totally look at this 10 year old girl and be like, yeah, you just had your whole life turned around. So it's understandable that you need a second to like, be in shock about it and then she comes back at the end back to her spunky touch herself so i don't see i i don't agree with that take i think i feel like that's spicy you're saying like elden hot i'm getting there yeah okay i i do agree um particularly with like when tetra turns into zelda i always thought that the skin tone lightning really sucked and like the uh oh there's there's something off about that transformation to me so um I, I think this is a spicy take, but yeah, like I said, I, I think it has merit. So um, there you go. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. I, I think that's something that maybe Nintendo doesn't pay attention to as much as we do over here. Probably not. In America. No. So like to them, it was just a transition. And to us, we were like, ooh. Yeah. But I don't also, think I mean, that it's was 2003, intentional. You know. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So I honestly don't think that was super intentional. And that maybe that's more of a opportunity to teach, not an opportunity to berate the people that created it. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I think so. Kids. I, I don't think anyone's saying like it was Cooper. malicious, just kind of, you know. Sometimes that topic gets a little out of hand and like people go nuts about it. So I, I think it's more of a teaching moment than a... How dare Nintendo do that moment? Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, this is from Kalebird. My hot take. Twilight Princess really has no business being ranked in the top five or top ten Zelda games. It has two solid dungeons, a good soundtrack, and that's it. The overworld is too big. Uh, it's ugly as sin, and I would rather play Triforce Heroes than slog through this game ever again. All right, so I like the spicy takes that are, like, they're they're propping up the the underdog games. Like I like the spicy takes where it's like Triforce Heroes is awesome. I I don't like them as much when they're just like dumping all over another Zelda game because I mm -hmm. you know as lame as it sounds, every Zelda game is somebody's favorite. So yeah, true. I'm going to say that this is. I mean, this is this is going to be like an Elden Hot take, right? Like it's it's. Well, like, if you asked your average like... Zelda fan, it like, if, is Twilight Princess a top 10 Zelda game? I think if you ask 10 people, 10 people would say yes. Yeah, right? I would like... agree. Yeah, it's not in my top 10, but I would, but if you ask 10 other people, it would probably be in, like, 8 of the 10, you know? Yeah, um, uh, maybe. So another thing they said is being a wolf isn't fun. What? I love being wolf. Yeah. so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, I feel God. I feel like I'm defending Twilight Princess's honor here today, but well, I feel I, like I, I don't agree with this. Giving, 
uh, people were giving hot takes thinking, oh, Andy's going to read this and agree with me. (laughs) I I mean, listen, like, I I can't sit here and say I love Twilight Princess. It's not not one of my favorite Zelda games. But, but, like, so the the, uh, Killbird ends this with, like, Twilight Princess is a 4 out of 10. My least favorite Zelda game is probably, like, an 8 out of 10. Like, if you ask me, like... (laughs) Phantom Hourglass, like, what What do you rate that out of 10? I'd be like, yeah, that's a solid 8, maybe an 8.5. Like, mm-hmm. so, Twilight Princess is not one of my favorite Zelda games, but I, I still think it's awesome. Like, it's an awesome video. Yeah. I'd rather play it's Twilight Princess than, like, 90% game. of other games. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do, yes, I do agree with some of his critiques. The world is too big and empty. Yes, I agree with that. Um, most of the game feels like a chore... I don't know about most, but there's definitely some moments that feel like chores. Like sort of me. And yeah. this game is definitely ugly. That that's, I mean, we can't. <laughs> we all have eyes here. We can't debate that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't agree with this, and I, I don't know. Are we saying this is an Elden Hot take? Do we have to play feel, it here? Like, what's what do we do? Me personally, yeah, I think it's an Elden Hot take. It's not the worst one we've seen here, but. I shouldn't say worse. It's not the hottest one we've seen on this list, but it's it's up there. Play it. Play it. All right. That yeah. You, there you go. You got an Elden hot take on the Zelda cast here today. All right. This next one. This is from Duminal Crossing of the Omega Metroid podcast fame. Ye who cuts me off in my podcast intros and outros <laughs> on both shows. <laughs> That's hilarious. see what he has to say. My hot take. The Wind Waker soundtrack is just all right. Huh. You know, and and so for context here to anybody that may not be familiar with Omega Metroid, um, Duminal is like like a music, like, engineer. Like, he, like, he literally is, is like, studying to be a a audio engineer. Um, And he's very, very well-versed in music. Very smart. He has, like, all these weird music terms that I'm just like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's a hot take. That might be an Elden hot take. I I don't know how to feel about this because, like, Here's the thing. He said just all right. If he would have said the Wind Waker soundtrack sucks, that's, that's an automatic, like... That's an automatic hot take. I would agree. But... I feel like this is hard because, and of course, like, the majority of our opinions are totally subjective of what we individually like, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe it's, like, hard knowing that Doom is so, like, well-versed in music, but part of me is just, like, maybe Doom just, he doesn't like the kind of, the Celtic-sounding music. I don't know. I To me, it makes is his favorite Metroid soundtrack is Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, and I think that soundtrack kind of stinks, actually. Like, oh. so it's, it's, it's not, he knows about music, but I think like it's one of those scenarios where because he knows so much, it almost makes him appreciate like different other things about it. You know what I mean? That like, we don't generally like, yeah. appreciate maybe. I, I think so. Yeah. It's like if I, if I'm a drummer and I listen to a, a rock song and I'm just like, oh, this song is awesome because it, the drums sound like, blah, 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 you know, yeah. like no one yeah. else cares. It's just, I, I appreciate it. So. I could also, like, 
I could also feel like maybe my personal music tastes are a little simpler because I am not well-versed. I don't know music very well. I just hear it and I'm like, this makes me feel happy. This right. gives me goosebumps. This I have like a very physical feeling to music. So that's how I determine if I like music. And Wind Waker is definitely one of those games where it's like it, the soundtrack makes you happy. Like I feel very happy exploring that world. So it could just be that that music is more like simple along the lines of like the artistry of music. And that's why Doom feels that way. Yeah, I, I think I think the key word here is just all right. I feel like that's that's acceptable to me. Like just yeah. all right is acceptable. I don't agree with it. I think Wind Waker's soundtrack is amazing. I think it's like either Skyward Sword or Wind Waker are the best soundtracks yeah. in the series. So. Like if, um, if this was Wind Waker as the best soundtrack in the series, that'd be like a freezing cold take. I'd be yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're probably I right. With this one. I think I'm probably. I wouldn't say I'm like straight up Elden because no. I know that everybody has it. This is totally subjective, but it's it's it's, it's a tier below. A spicy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This I'm is like, getting hot. I think he wanted yeah. to have a a spicy take, and and we're gonna deny Doom that uh, satisfaction Sorry, here. Doom. I feel like your expertise is, makes this hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. This is from Count Blazemore. Diminished Cap's kinstones are too tedious to get basic things like sword techniques and bottles. I think I think that's a cold take, actually. I, I agree. That's a cold take, but I just read their second one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even going to go there. They, they added on a little postscript that said, Zelda 2 rules, you just suck at it. That's the same. Yeah, that's energy. true. That's the same energy as like when we didn't like Elden Ring as much, and they were oh, just like, "Just God. get good" or whatever. <laughs> that's the same energy. You would be you actually probably wouldn't be surprised. A lot of these like Souls people are just like Zelda Two's the best Zelda man. Ah! Right. And it's yeah. like, okay, cool. Uh, that's great for you. Um, yeah. I I think it's a cool take. I I agree. Yeah, I think that uh, most take. people would agree with this, and yeah. I agree with this too. Although to I be fair. Sorry, Al. I just wanted to say so, so. Some of the sword techniques you get are like very, very advanced and like yeah. end game sword techniques. So that's the only thing I'd say about that. I would say that Kinstones is a really cool concept. I really enjoyed it, but then it got to be too much, and I was like, I can't remember who the heck I need to trade Kinstones with anymore. Yeah, you know. If there was that's... a way to keep track of it, it would be like yeah. an exceptionally better side quest. Which is funny because I was just in here last Bomber week notebook. saying like, you know, it'd be better to go back to the days where you didn't have to have a logbook that kept track of everything but uh nevertheless yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i think that's it's not like a hebra ice cold take but i think it's getting chilly, chilly. I, I think a lot of people agree with that yep all right this is uh our last one of the day is from tony who i will be recording with later today actually shout out to tony for uh nice. for supporting us over on patreon but um my hot take out of every remaining game in the series, Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link is the most deserving of a remake. Uh, I mean, define deserving. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Um, could could benefit the most from a remake? I'd probably agree with that. I don't, and I don't think you'd find a lot of Zelda fans that would disagree with that. Because, like, like in, in my worldview, like, a game that needs to be remade has either some significant issues or quality of life improvements that could be applied to it to make it a more fun experience and i think you could say both of that to zelda 2 yeah i don't know how i feel about that i feel like as much as i dog on zelda 2 i also feel like it's very unique where it's at and like i, I feel like 
I feel like for the fans that love Zelda 2, it's very deserving of its respect and its place in the series. Yeah. For me, remakes are more so like to modernize the the games that are not quite as modernized, get them more available for people who maybe don't have the ability to play them. So like I think the deserving ones are the Oracle games. I I feel like those are next in line to get the remake treatment. Mostly just so that some newer Zelda fans could realize what great games they are. So yeah. I worry that having a Zelda 2 remake wouldn't be the best precedent for newer Zelda fans. <laughs> like Well like um, consider this too. Like okay you're remaking Zelda 2, you're giving you're giving it checkpoints, you're giving it all this stuff to make it less less difficult and more easy. It's going to be like a 5-hour game. Yeah. You know, true. like like yeah. it's going to be it's going to be short, it's going to be unless they add like a, a whole slew of content at which point just make a new game. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think how do you like I I don't know if I agree with this. But I don't think that if you said this to, like, a bunch of Zelda fans, they would also just be, like, eh. This is kind of neutral for me, I think. I, I think I agree. Neutral is what yeah. I was going to go with, so. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's it. Okay, well, yeah, I, I'd like to bring this format back. This is this is really fun. There's probably some things I we'll, we'll tweak our format a little bit to make it a little bit more streamlined here, but this is a great idea. This is, uh, yeah. this is a lot of fun. I had so much fun with this. I've been doing, like, I've been hearing a lot of, like, hot takes, quote-unquote, in, like, my YouTube podcast and my Spotify podcast. So I was like, I want to do this Zelda related and I'm so glad we did. It was a lot of fun. This is good. This is good. Um, so I, I'm hoping next to next time we do this to hear a few more of those, uh, great link falling sounds. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, this was, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much to everybody that's, uh, that submitted the, your hot, your hot takes. Uh, if we dumped on your hot takes, we still love you and thank you so much. And you know what? If you think Ocarina of Time sucks and enjoy Triforce Heroes, God bless you. That's awesome. And I'm very happy for you. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, just wanted to make that known. And, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun and I, I can't wait to do this again. This was, this is a great time. Yes, I agree. Um, all right. So we are, uh, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thank you so much again for, uh, submitting all of your Zelda hot takes. Of course, we're over on Patreon. We've got the Zelda cast top tens rolling along and uh there's a lot of other cool stuff over on patreon as well you can check out if you're into metroid if you're into movies stuff like that so uh so come along patreon.com forward slash spnet um check us out over on twitter at the zelda cast at spateri 316 at allison aletha and at the same ats over on blue sky as well uh it could it every day seems like it could be twitter's last day so make sure that you're following us <laughs> yeah. over there um and of course subscribing and checking us out wherever you get your podcast uh, recommend us review us uh all that good stuff we we appreciate it all we love it all sorry for a little bit harsh on tears of the kingdom sometimes but you know i feel like sometimes you gotta just uh you gotta just say how it how it is um so yeah that is it that's gonna do it for us for this week we're out of here we'll be back next week i hope everybody has a fantastic halloween if you have any zelda costumes please share them with us over on twitter and discord And we'll see you back here in November. Until then, everybody, take care. Bye.